Hello, and welcome to the Conscious Hoofbeat Podcast. This is a podcast that explores the interconnectedness of our health and the health of our horses through self-care, mindfulness, and personal development, along with a little equine wisdom and wellness. I am your host, Dr. Pamela Maynard, the passion-driven equinologist. I have dedicated my life to the horse. Some call me a fanatic, and I claim it because I'd rather be dead than horseless. I'm a published author and researcher, equine body worker, energy facilitator, and I am passionate about deepening the human horse experience. Join me here every Monday where I share my spiritual journey with horses, woo-woo horse care practices, and shared lived experiences from horsewomen around the world. Today, I invited equine-led growth residence healing coach, Gloria Liebecker, to join me in a conversation about family constellations with horses. Gloria's practice combines body-based coaching and counseling with relational neuroscience and family constellations with horses. She focuses on the way that our language can bring our relationships back to life. Her integrative approach connects body sensations, emotions, mind, and spirit together to create powerful new neural connections, enabling us to move toward calm, creativity, and wholeness. Her powerful trauma-informed approach supports the healing that is essential to making sustainable change. Welcome, Gloria Liebecker. Gloria, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to have this conversation. You and I have known each other now for, gosh, is it two years already? Almost. I think it might even be longer than that, Pamela. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. and I have, I've always wanted to learn more about family constellation work with horses, and I've heard about it a lot over the years, but I feel so privileged that I finally know somebody personally who does this work. And um, gosh, I'm, I hope everybody enjoys this as much as I do. So my understanding about family constellation work is it's like a three-dimensional group process that has the power to shift generations of suffering and unhappiness. And I, I did it last year, a six month training on intergenerational trauma. And I feel like this is a form of healing intergenerational trauma. It's a process for it. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Um, what's really cool about the constellation work is a person is empowered to actually see the patterns that are playing out in their lives and to be able to then recognize um where it comes from in the lineage and we have the empowerment then to be able to stand forward and to stop that pattern from going forward so it's a real blessing that goes forward into the lives going forward with our legacy and yeah so, and go ahead well so it's just really super powerful work Yes, and um, I imagine even um, more powerful because you bring the horses into this work with you. Yeah, HeartMath has done some really fascinating research with the horses, which I like to bring into trainings that I provide or opportunities for people to 
recognize, to begin to see what they didn't realize was there. But with our hearts, our hearts um, extend out an electromagnetic field that is so much larger than what the brain sends out, right? We also have, it comes out from our gut. So sometimes people talk about the three different um, brains that we have, <laughs> mm -hmm. but the, the human's heart, they've, um, it, it can extend out your biofield eight to 10 feet around you. But a horse's heart is so much larger than a human's heart. So it's like just imagining just how big their electromagnetic fields are. So there's many, many research um, articles that are written about how by even being in the presence of a horse, how the human's heart will then sync up with the heart and how there's a calming effect that it has. And so if there's many different um, conditions or experiences people, humans can have, that when the men stand in the presence of the horse, there's a new opportunity, there's a new feel that's available to them um, through the energy field. Right, and this is what they sometimes refer to as mirror neurons, right? That, that, that sinking and that mirroring between it. And it's not just with horses, but I, it's so powerful mm -hmm. when you have that with horses, but it happens with people too. Yeah, we all have mirror neurons where we can really um, sync up with one another. Um, with the energy field though, it's, it's more than just the mirror neurons. It's the whole system where there's a, a, a connection that happens. And so then when you have a whole herd of horses, then you kind of amplify exponentially that, that, that um, field of really live energy that I've had people that have actually said, it's as if I stepped into a different dimension, different time dimension. So what can happen is for people experience it's like a time travel, depending on what it is they're working with, they actually step into that experience. And in that experience, then the horses will reflect back different aspects of whatever that time and place is for that person. Um, an example that happened that was very profound was a person was working with an experience they had as a child in a foreign country where there was um, a war that was happening and bombs that had come. And this person had gone out and they had a, a younger brother that was there. They had three siblings. And the horses that came in to work with this person, they made it known to the person. So the person is the one that recognizes they're called the seeker. They're seeking an answer to their question. And then they recognize who the horse represents and they can name that. And they have an exchange with the horse. And this person was able to recognize who each horse represented in their family of origin. And at one point, one of the horses just sat down on the ground. And then I, when they were recognizing who the horse was, the horse just laid over, just completely laid over. Um, and this person just almost collapsed because they recognized it was their younger brother that had been injured in this war. Wow. And there was, it was just such a profound moment of, in, understanding something that this person hadn't understood when she was a younger child. But the whole energy field, the whole, the weather, the um, 
all the wildlife, the wind, the elements, birds, bees, anything that comes into a constellation becomes a representative for that person when they tune in to receive that energy and information flow. And so no constellation is ever the same. Mm-hmm. Each one is different depending on what the seeker is bringing, what they're seeking an answer to. So when we use the word constellation, what exactly is it referring to? So a constellation, just like the constellations in the, in the skies, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm having a constellation for myself, then the, the different aspects of the constellation, those become the representatives of that field. So just as the stars will make a different shape, you, there's a relationship between the different stars that come back to the whole. So in our lives, we have, for instance, if I'm doing a constellation with my family of origin, then there would be five different representations for the five other family members from my family of origin. And as they would come forward, when you're working with humans, then you ask for volunteers of who is feeling called to step in to represent and then the person would step in and the, the person would ask them to step in for them. And then they'd let them go. And then they just tune in and they follow what their body reveals to them as far as when they move any place in space, how they feel, what they're noticing. And it unfolds from there. With horses, the horse just automatically will come in as a representation and they will reflect back to the person by where they place their bodies, how they engage with the person. Um, and it all comes back to that person recognizing and naming what they're receiving. And there's no have to. The person, sometimes people are very private and they're, they're, they're keeping that within themselves. And I might ask um, whether they're open to my, um, I'll say, I'm noticing a pattern. Would it be okay if I, if I acknowledge what that pattern is that I'm seeing? Because maybe they haven't seen the pattern, then they see the pattern and they're able to then see, does this have meaning for me? So the meaning making comes from the individual. I accompany them in time and space. And also um, there's the accompaniment too, for them to feel that sense of that neuroception of safety. If people aren't used to being around really large animals, you know. Yeah. So you're so when when it we talk about this three-dimensional group process, the three dimensions is you, the facilitator, right? The seeker, the individual, and then the third dimension is either if you're doing group work, the people stand in for those places, but with the horses, the horses are standing in for that third dimension, which I would imagine is so much more powerful because the horses show up with no preconceived notions, no judgments. They're just there and present and allowing for so much more to flow. Well, and the horses, they are very gifted at tuning into the body of the seeker Mm -hmm. and reflecting back what they're receiving there. It's very clean. Um, And I've seen the wind come in or the rain come in. I've seen um, one time there was a 
a horsefly that came in and it, it went around each member of the herd and everyone just got in a ruckus. And I asked the client, the seeker, I says, and what is it you're noticing? She goes, well, that was my mother. Oh, <laughs> wow. Everyone riled up. Oh, I mean, it was wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, it's just always so interesting. Or the wind coming in, a big whirlwind came in. Um, and it just went right through the space, the sacred space that we were at. And um, and that was to the person, it's like, oh my goodness, it was so reflective for them. They could see in their life, it was the wind of change and there's a new opportunity that was opening to this person. And then a butterfly came through. And so for the person to recognize what they're receiving from the universe is really powerful. Yeah, and you can't make that stuff up. Like you can't facilitate the wind or the butterfly or the horsefly. It's so oh, no, like no. divinely orchestrated, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and also with people when they schedule an opportunity, because I've done these virtually as well using Zoom since there's been the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, I encourage people the, the night before they have their constellation to tune in to tune into the herd and then just to notice what comes to them. And um, because the herd tunes into them as well. You know, the, the energies, they, they connect. There's no distance I mean, with energy. Yeah, I, so, I love as an energy worker and an energy facilitator, I love that this family constellation work talks about the morphogenic field can you talk a little more about that? We keep saying energy. So let's talk more about it because that's where I get excited. Yeah, well, for me, it's um, it's stepping into, um, it's a quantum field. Mm -hmm. It's where everything is. Um, you can transcend time and space, dimension and reality. As I said, people have said that they have that experience. It's like, whoa, once they slow down and the, it comes to a close they, they come back to present time so there's the capacity to actually time travel um, to our younger selves to a different moment in time to be a witness to our own inner experience and to acknowledge what is and and in my experience the horses they support us to travel in this way and it's a, it's a spiritual experience. It's a really, it's a divine timing. And, um, and it's very honoring of the seeker and of what it is that they are bringing to the field. So the field is this space that is, well, it's very sacred. And so it, the space actually represents the entire life of the seeker. And what is it they're coming to the space to um, to receive, they're going to receive a blessing through that. And then the when the constellation may come to a close, it doesn't actually end because they have their experience and they now have this connection with these other sentient beings, the herd, and it will continue to unfold within them as time continues on. I've had I've had experiences with other herds that they still continue to make themselves known to me. Mm. Beautiful. 
So my understanding with the constellation work is it really deals a lot with the familial patterns like anxiety, depression, anger, guilt, aloneness, even alcoholism and some illness. And it's really about us belonging, right? Familial belonging. And we know we as humans are social animals. And this idea of belonging and, and how it helps with aloneness, did you see a, like an even bigger need for this work here in this last year with everything that's happening on the planet? Well, yes, there's a, there's a real need for connection. Um, there's a need, I believe that the need for belonging is probably one of the deepest needs that we have as human beings, because in my experience, we're created for relationships. And during this pandemic, many of us have been in isolation. So that if we have any alarm, that, that alarmed aloneness can really come up and um, be magnified in our experience. And so, it, yeah, it's really important to be able to have spaces where people can, can feel that connection. They can feel the resonance between themselves and another being where somebody really gets them, that understands them and that they're not alone in their experience. And so, yeah. and is, is it even more powerful when they feel they start to belong to the herd of horses? It's one thing to like right. belong to a family or a group of people, but to feel belonged by these, these sentient beings that are so much larger than us. Yes, yes, then they become part of the healing herd. And they, that's actually come up for people where they name that, that now they, they're part of the herd. And it's a, it's a felt sense of that. Um, um, where they feel comfortable to be at the horses because the horses are at liberty. They're not haltered up and held by anybody. Mm -hmm. they're, they're free to move as they um, are led to. And, and it's important to listen to them. They're communicating all the time if we know how to listen to them. And so that's part of the experience is the person actually experiences this communication that's nonverbal, but very clear. Yeah, yeah. And so it's this, this is a process to heal family baggage or generational healing. It releases challenges and family dysfunctional patterns and barriers. And in my mind, I think, well, this just can't happen overnight when you have generations of this. But from your experience, you said it's different for everybody. Can you talk to that a little more? Well, so it is. It depends on what the person is bringing that they're seeking support around, a deepened understanding. Um, maybe it's just a, a shift in perception where now they're able to, to recognize something that they weren't able to recognize before, to understand something that they weren't able to understand or to name something that has been unnameable. And when they can see that, there was one young woman who came um, and she had just, she dedicated several years of her life to come to the area that I'm in, Spokane, to uh, achieve a degree and then to get this job. And she got the job and her first day there, she recognized this is not for me. Mm. She found me on the, on the internet. She said, I need to come because I know the horse's have something to share with me. And so I scheduled her um, a session with the horses. And when she came, 
the horses were all just super still and we stepped into the center of the of the field and all of a sudden the horses all just went up in a rest where their heads come straight up and they started just running in circles around and around and around wow i've never seen them do this before and they continued to do that and then they stopped and they turned and looked at her and just snorted very loud wow and how, what and did she, she do she was just taking it all in and she was receiving from them and the direction that she received from them was yes this was her time to go and it was like a, a pivot in her whole life and she ended up going down to um, arizona and working at this ranch that they had down there to, she was called to come and work with the horses mm. and she was taking all of the experiences that she'd had with her as part of what she was bringing um, in her life going forward. But it was a pivotal time. This was a person that had never been here before, but the horses had called her and she heard that calling and she flew out that afternoon. I mean, so it was just one of these things that, that the universe orchestrated for the timing, for the person to be able to to follow their own inner rhythm and to trust that process, whatever that's going to be. Um, it takes, sometimes it, it requires great courage to be willing to face our fears, to be able to trust that process. Maybe trust is the thing that we haven't had. And we need acknowledgement that in our life, there's not been any trust. Mm -hmm. There's not been anywhere to turn. And so then to be empowered to find your path and to trust that, that's a big deal. Yeah, really big deal. I love that the horses come into all, all parts of this process. And I know that, yeah, you did more stuff online because of the pandemic this last year, but not everybody lives in Spokane and not everybody can travel to you. So I think that's a great opportunity for them to experience this work even if it's remotely. And I'm curious, so how do you incorporate the horses remotely? I know we talked about energy, right? So energy can be, everything is energy. So tell us a little more about how you do that. Well, with a, a constellation on Zoom, what I do is I will, I will take my, my iPhone and I'll put it on a little tripod and I'll take it with me. And when I go out, um, I will turn this out towards the horses and it's on Zoom. So the person is able to see what's here. So this would represent the seeker mm -hmm. as I would stand beside the seeker. And um, I also have um, an assistant that also will have um, a camera and will be standing outside of the picadero and or the space mm -hmm. which will then show a panorama of the whole herd of the whole space so it shows me in relationship with the horses so as i step out there with them there's a whole process outside of the space that's a very body-centered approach that has the seeker go into their body to receive the the body's wisdom so it's very somatic based Mm -hmm. with your sensations, what's the emotional flavor, really 
coming underneath what's represented in that. And once that process is completed, there's a, an intention setting for stepping into the field. Then I open the gate and step in, and then the person directs me of where we go out in that field and what they experience, and it just unfolds from there. And they will have, so the, the video they end up receiving will have three different pictures. Like right now, ours has two. Mm -hmm. Well, there'd be three. There'd be one of the person. Then there'd be the camera where they are in space in the herd. So it's very personalized and up close. The horse's nose might come right in there. Mm -hmm. it might be their eye or their ear. They might put them at their rump or at their shoulder. It just, um, the, where the bodies go in space, all is representative of their unfolding experience. Wow. Everything has meaning. Wow. That sounds really see... technologically challenging, but yet at the same token, you know, because you got all these cameras and screens, but what a beautiful thing that you can make this happen remotely. I love it. Well, then they, they can then see also the whole picture of where all the horses are in relationship with each other, as well as with me and the camera. And so it unfolds quite organically through that and um, is deeply meaningful. Wow, beautiful. I feel like you've done a wonderful job of explaining this, but it's still one of those things that I, I feel like you have to experience it to really get the deeper power of this work. Would you agree? Well, the experience is quite unique and one that you'll never forget. That's for sure. Yes. There is, um, if, if there are people that are listening that are interested in learning more, um, they could go to my website, which is um, healingyousanctuary.com. And um, if they do slash constellations, it would take them to a page where um, there is a video that I have on there where I give a, a presentation that shares more information about and what it's like to come in to a constellation. And um, more information there, or a place where they could actually sign up for a, a free 15 minute consultation to see if this is something that they would like to step into. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful that you offer that because maybe it is for them, maybe it's not, but you don't know until you explore it a little more. Is, yeah. there, is there any um, equine, words of wisdom do you think maybe the herd has a message for us today that you'd like to leave us with or anything you want to add to your constellation with horses work well what the herd has said to me on countless occasions is slow down mm -hmm. actually be in your body be present and that's where you'll receive your next steps but to live in the present moment is the greatest gift to receive yeah and that's what yeah. they invite us to do they remind us how to do that yep beautiful thank you hey dr pamela here again thank you so much for taking time out of your busy horse life to listen if you enjoyed this podcast then I invite you to enter the conscious hoofbeat arena of mind, body, and spirit. Let's mount up and head on down the path of embodiment, self-awareness, inner health, 
and the health of our horses. If you want a more meaningful relationship with your horse and desire more depth in your life with horses, it starts within yourself. So I encourage you to check out our Patreon membership options at patreon.com slash Conscious Hoofbeat. As a patron of Conscious Hoofbeat, you will have access to unpublished deep dive episodes, woo-woo horse care tips, connection calls, along with behind-the-scenes content from the Riding After 40 project. I thank you again for listening and look forward to connecting with you as we embrace our inner horse crazy journey together. Until next time, I challenge you to stand in your crazy truth and more importantly, enjoy your horse.